Welcome, everybody, to Dark Feather Gaming. This, of course, is our gaming news podcast, and we're up to episode 48. As always, this is Thor here with... Doc. And Sasquatch Senpai. So let's crack this week open talking about some Sony and PlayStation news. Um, We'll start off now that today is uh, on day of recording, July 1st. So today for you guys would be July 2nd. Um, So with the beginning of July, we'll take a look at our PlayStation PlayStation Plus free games for July. Um, And so for PS4, we're looking at Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which is one of my personal favorites. So that's exciting. Maybe that'll liven up the lobbies on there for at least a little while. Um, And WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Uh, So this will be a neat one to try out. I'm actually pretty happy with both of these ones this month. Um, For PS5, we have A Plague Tale Innocence. Um, So for those four of you who happen to own PlayStation 5s, go ahead. Hey, there's at least eight now. Eight now. I know someone who ordered them, and I know someone personally who has one. I I also do. I guarantee there's other six ones. So so there's at least (laughs) nine. There's like nine people out there now, something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so um, beyond your free stuff for July, uh, PlayStation Japan also appears to have leaked some Blue Point uh, have leaked Blue Point Games acquisition. Yeah, and so this goes along with uh, Sony acquiring House Marquee. Um, they're the, the developers behind Returnal, the oh, okay. third-person shooter roguelike. Um, Sony Japan, when going to tweet, welcome to the family, uh, PlayStation Studios house marquee, they accidentally uploaded the wrong image that said, welcome to the family, PlayStation Studios, Bluepoint games. So, um, it seems like the team behind a lot of current remasters going around, especially the, uh, most recently, probably the highest profile one being the, uh, Demon's Souls Mm. remake for the PS5. Um, Blue Point has officially been welcomed into the PlayStation Studios family as of a couple days ago since, well, it got leaked anyways. Yeah. Well. So there's, uh, and those are just two of the uh, developers joining PlayStation Studios recently. Uh, yeah. They that, also added PC port uh, yeah. developer. I was going to say, that was, that was the next oh. thing that's all kind of cooked in here is that um, that PC port developer in PlayStation Studios. So things are starting to, it seems Nixus like, move software. around a little more. Yeah. Nick, uh, did you Nixus, say Nixus yep. or Nexus? Nixus. Nixus. Okay. N-I-N-I-X-S. N-I-X-X-E-S. Okay. Okay. Um, and they did a lot of work recently. Like they worked on the port of Marvel's Avengers to PC, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider as well. That PC port itself, um, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. So really they any game that's developed for a mm. console primarily, they've done a lot of work porting that over to work uh, much better with PC infrastructure. So Hopefully, this means Sony is really looking into taking their library to uh, the PC marketplace uh, mm. via via Steam, or which is kind of likely because PlayStation Studios has their own publishing page on Steam, yeah. as well as some of them do go to uh, the EGS as well. Yeah, I, I I definitely would be excited to see that. I I don't see anything wrong personally with timed exclusives, 
But I think absolute exclusivity, even from PC, is a little absurd. I mean, you know, it's one thing if you're like, oh, for the first six months, first year, it's on this console, and then it's available on PC at the very least. That's one thing. But it's, I, I like to see more stuff coming over to PC as a as a PlayStation, um, as a PlayStation player. I'm still happy to see stuff going to PC because, especially with our, you know, all the new stuff we've seen in cross-platform and cross-play, that just means the lobbies are growing and it's easier to find matches and all that type of stuff in online games. So, even though uh, developers have been saying Sony's kind of a difficult to work with developing for and getting cross-play working, um, it does benefit every single player base with that cross-play mm. ability. So. And from the limited knowledge that I have on it, um, they're pretty notorious for that. You, 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 removing the uh, the cross-play qualifier, it, it's kind of hell for developers just to work with Sony in general sometimes, so it doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. I mean, you, say, you can go all the way back to the PS3 and how mm-hmm. specialized the hardware was. Like, If the developer was in-house or they made a game specifically for the PS3, nothing looked better. But yeah. if it was something I had to run on multiple systems, it had to be an entirely different game or it just straight up looked worse. Yeah. Um, but at least that's not an issue with Sony anymore. Now it's just dealing with them wanting their cake and wanting to eat it as well. So, mm-hmm. But at least they do support crossplay now, even if they want a larger <laughs> share of the profits from crossplay sales it, or however it works. Their arm was twisted, but they did it. So... Uh, yeah. And and then what's this about um, Doom Eternal's next-gen upgrade screwing PS5 players? Turns out there is no way to transfer your save data from your PS4 version to the PS5 version. Oh, no. So if you're going to upgrade to the PS5 version, just keep playing the PS4 version on your PS5, I guess. I think wow. that's how it works. You can play the older versions without the updated graphics because the... Uh, for some reason, these save files are not compatible between systems, which seems kind of for Doom. Seems really weird for for, for Doom, Doom specifically. Yes, because I've already uploaded my Final right. Fantasy VII files. I know they work. least. yeah. So I don't know what's going on, but it is still a free upgrade. So, but yeah, you'd have to restart over. Um, yeah. I haven't even finished Doom Eternal. I didn't think it was as good as the first Doom reboot, I guess. But so I can't tell what there is in Endgame that you'd really be losing the sites from, I don't know, overall progress here or there or something like that. So I haven't even picked it up yet. So I'm I might as well just wait for PS5 at this point. Or you can buy the PS4 version at a discount, get the free upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Well, before I play it, I mean, I should say, Okay. okay. as opposed to before I buy it. Um in seven years when they have enough ps5 <laughs> to buy one i just i actually i got an e i was pissed off because i got an email this morning from gamestop another round of gamestop pro of of gamestop pro members being able to buy ps5s um yeah. and I'm, I'm going through my emails uh while i was at my storage unit this evening like 7 p.m and here's this email from gamestop starting at 10 a.m this morning it, yeah if only i had got that a little earlier but yeah, they're, they're um, starting to get a little a better. It's, nature is healing. Saw, PS5s are back in the wilderness. I saw a lot of people complaining like GameStop is extorting their customers by forcing you to have a, a power a, a, a power membership or whatever the membership's called. Like, well, it, uh, stop nah. bots. 
yeah. it stops bots and it, it actually gets the people who are probably going to play it. And that's, I want to um, know. Just like how Newegg requires you to have like an account and stuff or anywhere. Yeah. Requires you to have an account. Well, it's to, it's to get it out to people who are not bots. What the thing people got, and I, 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 I went, I, I entered a few arguments on Facebook because of this, because people were claiming that they're making people basically bribe them, pay them extra to do it. So they're no better than scalpers. And it's like, hold up, hold up. You got to stop right now. Cause there's two problems with that. One, it's not, you're paying extra. It's the pro membership, which she yeah, has like $20 a year or something like that. But that's, that's just, it's not, you're paying for it. It's, it's one of the benefits that comes with it is you get new stuff, early access and stuff like that. That's, that's always been played as one of the pro benefits is you get early, access to stuff um furthermore when they put those out they say that it ha it they only goes out to people with current pro memberships so if they start that deal and they're like all right i'm gonna go buy a pro membership so i can do it you can't you have to have already had it so people can't even decide oh okay they're running this deal i'm gonna go buy a pro membership and then buy my ps5 can't even do that it's a benefit for existing members so i think that there's just nothing unethical about the way that they're doing it um and to be quite honest if you buy if you're buying a ps5 from gamestop you're probably buying a lot of your gaming uh accessories and games and stuff probably from a gamestop because that's what you're going to do if it, you want a console you're going to go to like exactly. a brick and mortar store generally and by just shopping there you earn enough in-store uh, whatever powerpoints is that what they're called yeah player points whatever you earn, you earn enough of those that you just get the membership for free every year by spending like i don't know two hundred dollars a year there. you spend two hundred dollars yeah. a year in gamestop and it pays for itself with points because you can buy the membership with points so That's it's less than four new games That's yeah so like <laughs> chill the everyone needs to chill the fuck out with GameStop's making you pay extra money. Sh shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> just just aim that hose at the scalpers, right? Aim that at the people who are actually deserving of your anger. So, Well, I forgot I forgot to share this article, but speaking of scalpers, there's a lot more uh, GPU sitting in the market now with China's ban oh, on cryptocurrency. Oh, so. the, the GameStop thing was for both PS5s and GPUs. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah right. like GameStop, was getting, GameStop was getting into PC hardware now. Yeah. They're, they're expanding. It's great. Yeah. Which is good. That's, 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 they got to do stuff like that if they want to survive in this kind of digital market. Um, that's just, <laughs> they, that's what straight they, up hired, do. they straight up hired the do from uh, Reddit's uh, Wall Street bets to work with their CEO. So smart. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, pick them where you see them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's working. He was there to help dictate them moving to an online yeah. format, along with their new CEO, who uh, revived like a, a dog food brand by giving them primarily an online storefront. Mm. So by having a larger online presence, that helps you get more reach everywhere, yep. changing what you keep in store. GameStop has a lot more like, like random anime bullshit now, too. They just have a... They just have a lot more of everything. They, they're leaning harder into what they because they specialize in physical merchandise, not online merchandise. So they started a while back phasing out their lean into games and more lean into collectors stuff, which uh, that's one of the reasons I go there so often because I buy a lot of the stupid ass like culture. mugs and and statues yeah. and all that dumb shit. 
that's I love that kind of stuff, and that's what they started leaning into. And so it's a really good place to get it. And I've actually found so I always do comparisons because I'm super frugal. So when I go to places, I always compare to my Amazon and usually in GameStop. Nine times out of ten, I can find even their used games cheaper on Amazon, brand new, or like three dollars more brand new on Amazon. Though I do find some good used games. That's one of the another big thing I get there is is used physical games because they have excellent condition on their used games. Are really stingy about what they accept, um, and their yeah. used games can have some good deals. Um, but I've noticed more and more they have a lot of that collectible stuff, and the collectible stuff is usually cheaper at GameStop than it is on Amazon. I've found all kinds of like drinking mugs and stuffed animals and statues and that kind of stuff that's a little bit cheaper at GameStop than it is at Amazon, especially because they have uh, – at least my local GameStop has a little clearance rack that has all kinds of stuff in it that you can get for a really good price. Um, so like, like right now they have a lot of Mandalorian stuff cause that trend has kind of faded off. And so, you know, you can go and buy a neat little Mandalorian mug that's 15, $20 on Amazon for six bucks. So it's, um, if you're not super dependent, super needing of like, I need what's super cool right this second, then you can get really good deals there. And, 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 and I mean, good on them for finding that niche and leaning a little harder into it to keep themselves afloat. It's just overall nerd culture. You got your yeah. your weavy stuff, your gamer stuff, your collector stuff. You have more hardware stuff now on the PC side. They started doing phones and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, like whenever I had a console, that's where I would go to buy all of my uh, physical stuff just because yeah. it was there. It wasn't any more expensive than Amazon. Um, shit, I'm going to go buy my first physical copy of a game at the end mm-hmm. of August when the uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus physical edition comes out because it comes with, like statues stuff yeah like little pop-up statues oh, i, I pre-order cool. all I kinds of stuff there now. yeah if you get pre-ordered yeah. bonuses it's either going to be best buy or gamestop so so let's speaking of which let, let's let's lean into uh, konami a little bit um so konami is mashing up uh anime among us and sherlock holmes in a new game tell me about this Yes, it is called Crime Sight, and it is a turn-based strategy murder mystery mm. game where the play where there's players, there's a player who's trying to kill a specific person, and everyone else is trying to figure this out. Um, being Kanabi, uh, you were absolutely right on it being an anime mashup. Sherlock Holmes and uh, Mortiarty are very weedy in this. They do they do keep keep up that style. Uh, Mortiarty, Moriarty, sorry. Um, it's set in London in 2075, so it's future Holmes and future Moriarty. But uh, yeah, um, they are hmm. AI Sherlock and AR Moriarty. So the players are playing around, um, try not to be discovered by AI Sherlock or killed by AR Moriarty. So and it's turn based, so everyone plans their actions and then they're executed. So okay. And so yeah, it's a uh, it's like anime clue. That's a great anime way to put cl- it. That's anime what clue. clue. So anime clue. That's pretty neat. Um, and then they're also doing a new Contra game on phones. I'm pretty stoked. I love Contra. Uh, so. I love Contra too, but I'm sad it's on iOS and Android. Um, but yeah, on July 26, uh, they announced Contra Returns. Um, so that will be coming out on iOS and Android. Um, it's kind of, it's like an update on the original Contra, 
Um, there's there's new weapons, characters, new storylines, 200 levels, obviously updated graphics. Well, so, it seems like if you're going to put a, some, a game onto mobile, something in the Contra type of type of game is something that does fit that pretty well, especially if it's a lot like the original. Don't get me wrong, yeah, I'd love and, to see um, a new Contra game for like a standard system, but... They're bringing back the original Bill Riser and Lance Bean characters. Um, Sheena from Contra 4 is returning. Lucia from Contra Shattered Soldier, which I really enjoyed. A bear. And then Brad <laughs> Fang, who is a werewolf. Because Did you, you say know. just a bear? A bear. Yeah, I said just a bear. A bear. It's literally awesome. a bear. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure a bear. I heard you properly. <laughs> now, being a mobile game, it is being developed jointly by Konami and Hold Your Breath, Tencent's Timmy Studios. Ah! <laughs> Uh, they why? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on July 26th, you'll be able to get your hands on it. Um, so, yay! At Timmy Studios, though, they they've developed a previous Chinese-only Contra game, Contra Return. Hmm. Contra Return will be the first Contra game we get here in the States since uh, Contra Rogue Corps in 2019, which is also fantastic. Um, I loved that on my PS4 when I had it. It was great. Nice. So let's talk. Uh, that's that's all on Konami, but let's shift into Square Enix a little bit. <laughs> um, Square Enix is announcing a new Mana Series game in development. Yes, yes. yes. Um. During uh, over last weekend, they had a special 30th anniversary stream for the Mana series. Um, anyone who's been listening to their podcasts has heard me dote and love on the Saiken Densetsu series over and over and over. And every single remake they've been popping out, they've remade every single one. They just got done with Legend. Um, and so going over this, they announced uh, a completely new game in the Mana franchise. And this will be the first game since 2006, which was Donna Mana on the PS2 um that's a while that is a while yeah. we're getting into like streets of rage time between releases here uh and so there's not much new for it um they're developing a new title there's no working title yet it's going to be uh-huh. second it sets you something in japanese mm-hmm. something of mana in english and yeah. other languages so but this is going to be a mainline mana series not like Children of Mana or anything like that. They released for mobile devices, which is mm-hmm. a TCG in Japan. Uh, they they don't have a trailer or anything for it yet. They want to release a trailer, but they were afraid they would miss the 30th anniversary announcement for that. So mm-hmm. um, they did say, "Hold up, wait for a trailer." They got one coming, but I am nice. so super stoked for this. So excellent. And um, some updates on Near Reincarnation also. Looks like it's coming stateside later this month. Yes, and this is uh, the mobile Near game that has been out in Japan for a while. Um, yeah. It's uh, like a turn-based RPG. Um, there is some gadget Dig to it because, well, it's a mobile game, but yeah. it is a full-on Near storyline. Um, it does have a full Near story. So um, prepare to play Near uh, Reindepressation, I guess. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, it takes place between the games, I believe. Okay. Uh, if my 
shoddy Japanese reading ability is correct. That's what I read in a tweet about it. But yeah, July 28th, we'll be able to play Near Reincarnation on iOS and Android devices, and it is free. So worst comes to worst, you get to play through another Near game. It looks okay. like a Near game. You have Near music, you have that high quality music that uh, Taro is known for putting into his games. So I'm very excited at the notion of a white haired protagonist. Game. White-haired protagonist, depressing music, and uh, here. Probably someone stabbing a body over and over repeatedly, like happens in every single Taro game. Hmm. <laughs> Yay, stabbing. <laughs> Violent, angry stabbing, even. Just like pointless, needless stabbing. <laughs> so speaking of angry, pointless, needless stabbing, let's move into the Final Fantasy series a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so we'll go down a bit and talk about uh, Final Fantasy V and VI um, being delisted on Steam uh, in preparation for the Pixel Remaster series, which we'll touch on next. So, yeah, um, I mean, they're just delisted. If you own them, you can still download them and everything. Yeah, you just but can't on buy it. July 27th, the Pixel remasters will be coming out, and uh, you should probably get those anyways because it does fix a lot of UI issues the original remasters have. Mm. Because this upscales the games to actually work on your 1080p plus monitor. Okay. I mean, your <laughs> these old games were being played on tiny ass CRTs with like 240p I'm, resolution. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked on the the Pixel remaster because i've been wanting to get a lot of the classic games on steam for a while and just haven't and now i can just get this and it's gonna be way better um there is no news on however though if uh, owners of the current final fantasy 5 and 6 games on steam um will get a free upgrade probably Doubt. not but again, the see. games are probably gonna be like ten dollars I, yeah, I was going to say, at best, like, I would expect maybe a discount, but I, yeah, I wouldn't expect any of that. So, so are they, are they all going to be uh, individual then, or is it going to be like one big group, like a, like a, like a bundle? Sure, they'll have a bundle you can buy, but I'm well, sure they're also individual games because we also have one through three getting the Pixel Remasters coming out the day after on July 28th. So. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, uh, <laughs> So yeah, Final Fantasy um, Pixel Remaster Series for one through three launching July twenty eighth, the next day. Um, so be sure to check that out. I, I'm pretty stoked. Um, for and it. those will be eleven ninety nine each. Um, if you pre order them, you'll get a twenty percent discount. So oh okay. Hmm. Ah, and these will I just also be available so much money on, on your Steam. iOS and Android. So. Ah. Oh wait, wait, say wait. Are you wait? Hold on. As in, like, oh, because the Steam app. So they'll just they'll work on iOS and Android. No, no, Steam. no. I'm no. They're going to be able to iOS and Android as well. The Steam app. Is oh. Just like install stuff on the go. Okay, so it's not like if you buy it on Steam, you can play it on your PC or your phone. Yeah. Uh. So. Xbox Cloud Gaming Service is now available on iOS devices, though, through Safari. Yep. So uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming has officially launched. It is out of its beta phase, and it is now available to every Xbox Game Pass Ultimate member. Um, and this means that if you have an Apple device, which and it has Safari on it, which it should, that's their proprietary browser, 
you will be able to access Xbox Cloud Gaming through that browser. So you can take your Xbox collection on the go if you want to play Halo on your tiny ass phone, or I guess an iPad probably wouldn't be too bad, just like a tiny TV. But yeah. So after a while and a lot of complaints, it seems that uh, you'll be able to finally access Xbox Cloud on your Safari phone. So um, Apple, Microsoft probably worked something out mm. to get this access through Safari. So. And it looks like a Microsoft engineer has stolen $10 million uh, by selling Xbox gift cards. Yes. Um, over his tenor with Microsoft, he kept get he kept uh, stealing $10 Microsoft gift cards. Um, over how long? Years and years. <laughs> but the catch is he was selling them for cryptocurrency, so they couldn't be tracked ah. as easily. So... Um, he was caught, and he is uh, clearly no longer working for Microsoft. <laughs> I'm sure we will have a hefty lawsuit and a pretty quick court proceeding probably coming his way soon. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, I can't help but wonder if that $10 million, like what figure is that? Is that... Like ten million in profit, 10 he made million ten million. Dollars. Like yes. ten, like one million ten dollar cards, or like what's what's the what's the statistic here? Ten million dollars in ten dollar cards. So it was like one million ten dollar cards, or combination yes. thereof. Okay, it's like it was one million ten dollar cards. Yeah, it was specifically ten dollar cards. Okay, okay. I was wondering if it was like he made like five thousand dollars in cryptocurrency in cryptocurrency and now it's worth ten million dollars because it's cryptocurrency. I don't know. I just wanted to make sure that I had it in my head right. Um But Assassin's Creed Valhalla director has now joined EA Motive. What is EA Motive? I don't like anything with EA uh, in it. EA Motive is a new studio within EA that belongs to Electronic Arts. Um Yay. And this is specifically re- referring to uh, Eric uh, Baptizat. Baptizat? I don't know how to say his name. It's like you trying to pronounce anything not in English. <laughs> um, but yes, hey, and hey, he hey, is joining hey. EA Motive, and EA Motive is currently rumored to be working on a Dead Space reboot, though there are conflicting um, reports saying it might be a remake or it might be a reboot. But honestly, as long as they remake... As long as they reboot from three on, everything's fine. Or mm. from two on, I guess. Two is fine. Three was terrible. But yes, EA Motive are the people currently working on whatever they're doing with Dead Space. And that is where uh, Baptizat moved to from uh, Ubisoft. Um, Valhalla was pretty well uh, received. Uh, seems like the break between Assassin's Creed and the move to RPG and stuff worked well, so... Hopefully this bodes well for the future with the Dead Space franchise, which has just kind of been in limbo forever. Well, I guess we'll have to see, but EA, I don't like the sound of, I don't know, I don't like EA. EA has recently moved to more of the Square Enix approach of developers do what you want. Yeah. Which is good because, uh, yeah. (laughs) Unless they're dying like they are in Seattle because it's so hot 
that Bungie has shut its doors early. Yes, and this was back on Monday. Um, here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, as Doc knows, we are dying. Um, we yes, are living in hell. Truth. <laughs> no, we were uh, dying. It's it's calmed back down in the Seattle area, but it was it's still it was, 82 here. <laughs> right now, the sun is down. It's 9.30 at night, and... 82 degrees outside. So, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we still got like another week of 100 degree plus weather where I am. <sighs> it's, uh, it was nice, nice podcasting with you fellas. I'm going to probably die. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bungie closed down their studio doors early on Monday because Seattle was literally melting. <laughs> Not as bad as uh, Portland, though. Portland's have had power lines melting and falling down. Boof. Yeah, you know how Texas was when they couldn't provide power because it was too cold? Turns out Pacific Northwest, when it's too hot, we can't provide power. <laughs> uh, the, Texas also was having some trouble with their power from oh, the Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Never mind. Texas just doesn't know what to do with their own super grid. <laughs> F. So, um, Nier, creator of the... You go ahead and take this headline, Sasquatch. Nier, creator of the Hegan and Beast Nest emulators, has died. Um, so these are, <laughs> you know, old school console emulators for your PC. Okay. Um, this is mostly... These are mostly used to create, like, fan translation of games that hadn't made it west. Um, he specifically helped on uh, Second Densetsu 2. So, uh, a game that's I like a game series that I thoroughly love. Mm-hmm. So, um, also these kind of these emulator softwares they help kind of keep various and older games alive and help, which help restore them rather than letting them fade into obscurity. So, games you can no longer purchase or have any sort of actual legal access to anymore because they're not sold anywhere. They're not being manufactured. Um, that's like the important parts of old school emulation software and uh, Nier. Um, he was one of the people at the forefront of starting this entire trend of preserving uh, old old gaming. Mm. And so um, the Witcher 3 mod, <clears throat> the Witcher 3 mod has elicited concerns from some of the voice actors. Not not necessarily the voice actors of The Witcher 3. Um, the voice but actors recently, of the mod or? Voice actors in general. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so a guy made a mod for The Witcher 3. It's, in the, for, it's for the Blood and Wine expansion called The Night to Remember. Okay. Um, and he added an entire new story to the game with new characters, fresh cutscenes, new game assets and voice acting. Okay. Um, but all of the voice acting was generated by AI. Oh, hmm. and I guess the AI was able to accurately reproduce the voice of the actor that usually plays Geralt. Uh, oh, Oh my, that is kind of a concern. That's uh, uh that's extra deep fake right there. Yeah. 
So. <laughs> wow. So let's see. Uh, Jay Britton tweeted about it. Um, called it a replacing voice actors with AI is not only a legal minefield, but an utterly soulless choice. Utterly, it is soulless, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, that's, I don't know about any of that. I don't like that at all. But uh, I mean, you already have it in like various genres of music. Vocaloids are very popular and all that you take are samples from a specific uh, singer or actor or actress. And then they create an entire like library of different sounds and words that you can combine to put together an entire song. So it's not like it's entirely new technology, but uh, you know, they've been that like people started doing that back in the 80s. Uh, yeah. Like cutting up tapes mm-hmm. once well, i so i imagine that like the ethical concerns really haven't changed much either especially when it comes to attribution right i mean as long as you i mean the person giving their voice as a sample for all this stuff they're going to be making bank off of you know royalties and anything from yeah. their voice being used so that's what the, uh, that, that's, that's what line is like, for me is if they're getting royalties and, and and just as importantly the attribution if it's like yeah. if, if it's they're making a model like hey just so you know like this is being done they're full they're completely forward about how they're doing it they write a thank you to the voice actor and maybe and give them um attribution and if they make money off it give them royalties there's nothing wrong with it you're you know what i mean it's no different than if 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 a band made a song and someone wants to cover it and so they give them attribution and some of the royalties that's the same thing yeah but uh, so it's yeah, with, and yeah, so I'm I'm on the fence on you know whether or not this is an ethical concern really boils down to the subjective like how is it being handled so so GitHub and OpenAI have launched a new AI tool that generates its own code. Uh, yeah, so this was just kind of a neat little bit of tech tool. Um, mm-hmm. The AI tool is called Copilot, um, and it works within currently Visual Studio Code Editor. Okay. Um, and what this does is it goes over and scans your previous code work, and it auto-completes and fills in these various slots you might have made a mistake and go back through and catch any, you know, any mistakes you might have made, so you're not spending 17 hours looking for a fucking semicolon you missed. That's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> Um, and yeah, this was worked on between GitHub and OpenAI, um, as well as with uh, Microsoft's Visual Studio, so which is nice. the program this uh, AI lives in. Um, this works with Python, JavaScript, TypeScript, Ruby, and Go. So a, a few languages and a few different uh, programs here you can work within. So is it proprietary? Um. That I don't know because uh, I don't. I hate. I hate Visual Studio and Studio but, Code. Um, but I'd love to directly, see this come to the Dreamweaver. This is directly from Microsoft's one billion investment into OpenAI, so it mm. could be at least for now. Well, they own GitHub now, right? Microsoft does. Um, that I don't know. I'm fairly certain Microsoft owns GitHub. But so that that makes sense. But it's usually they are pretty good about 
uh, especially on projects like this about keeping it pretty open and if it is that means adobe will pick it up and put it right into the next version of dreamweaver which would make thor one happy little programmer So, Remedy reveals a new Control multiplayer spinoff. Uh, yeah, so Remedy, the developers behind the uh, really good game uh, Control a couple years ago, um, revealed Project Condor, which is a multiplayer spinoff of Control. And this is also on the heels with a new two-game deal with 505 Games, who were the publishers for Remedy's Control. Um, Remedy has also worked on in the past. Uh, God damn it! What was the name of the game that had American Nightmare behind it? Um, I don't know. That was the second one. Oh, bad time to draw a blank. But they work on these kind of like uh, SCP come to life games, and so we're getting a multiplayer spinoff now, specifically as well as another game in the future in the Control universe. So, mm-hmm. Alan Wake. Alan Wake and Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Those are the two. I still haven't tried Control out. I need to. I need to. It is fantastic. I think I picked up. Wasn't that on PS Plus? A few months ago? I'm pretty sure I even have it. I just haven't, like, played it. It's a good single player Dude, game. It, my backlog is immense. And I'm like, yeah, I got to play all these games. I sit down, I'm like, Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> yeah, or RuneScape. We're both. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Battlefield 2042 uh, is keeping the NVIDIA partnership. Uh, yes. So, in Battlefield 2042, um, they will take advantage of NVIDIA's DLSS and the reflex latency optimization using their RTX gaming technologies. Um, <clears throat> Battlefield 5 was the first uh, major game to use any sort of RTX uh, gigs or anything like that. Um, so continuing on from their last Battlefield release, NVIDIA and EA are partnering again. So NVIDIA will be the primary go-to for any sort of enhanced visuals using RTX. So this doesn't mean like AMD's Fidelity FX or whatever it's called will be coming to it, just not immediately or not necessarily have support baked in. I have seen games where they jury rigged it to get it working. So, mm. um, but DLSS and reflex latency optimization will be available with 2042 at launch on the PC platform. So nice, which, um, I haven't tried the reflex latency, but DLSS is amazing. It's like an AI that optimizes everything on the back end perfectly for you to give you the best looking game possible. Mm-hmm. And in that same vein, we have some leaks on the newest Call of Duty game as well. Uh, yeah, so Battle.net has a new Call of Duty game listed there, Call of Duty Slipstream. Slipstream. And there is even a logo listed. Um, so Slipstream sounds like doesn't... a uh, working title or a or a code name, though. Could be, know. but there's an actual logo for it. Oh, does and does the logo That's have the like thing. Slipstream in it, like the name in it? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, a, okay. Uh, copy image. Go to the right channel. Case. There you go. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Slipstream. Interesting. Hmm. Sure, we'll have more news revealed here very shortly as we get yeah. to July because this will probably be another November release. So yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if they like made an announcement on the fourth of July or the day after or something. And this is um fuck. This is uh coming up. <laughs> this will be fuck, my brain is frying today. This will be developed by <laughs> Sledgehammer Games. It'll be their first game since Ghosts, I believe. So mm. Ghosts or Advanced Warfare, one of the two. Ooh, it was Advanced Warfare. Man, if they did another Advanced Warfare style game, I would be pretty hype. As long as it's not Ghost. Ghost was terrible. I now that I have to give you, yeah, Ghosts was like I liked the little squadron mode feature they had. Hard stop. That was the absolute only thing I liked about it. Here's dog AI. And here's fish AI. <laughs> it swims away from you into the water. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> and um, Ghost, Ghost was Infinity War. That was our first game after Vincent Paul and the other mm. dude left. And so speaking of ghosts, Ghost of Tsushima director um, has uh, or Ghost of Tsushima director's cut and um, Iki Island expansion announced. I say that right. Iki Island. Iki. 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 Yeah. Um, this will be PS5 and PS4. And then there's also upgrade prices reveal uh, for the upgrade to the director's cut. Hmm. So. It, and, but it is coming to PS4. Uh, yes. Nice. Um, the PS5 has a couple new features, like there's lip sync for both English and Japanese voiceover. Um, oh. they'll have they'll have haptic feedback and adaptive triggers, Ooh. 3D audio. Um, obviously faster load times. Uh, various 4K resolution options. Um, also, and unlike Doom Eternal, your save file will transfer from the PS4 to the PS5 version. So. <laughs> Um, PS4 players will be able to pre-order an upgrade to the director's cut for $19.99. If you own the PS4 director's cut, the PS5 version of the director's cut will be $9.99 for you. Um, The PS4 version to the PS5 director's cut version will be $29.99. And the director's cut edition on the PS5 will be $70 and $60 on the PS4. So... Mm. Sony really sticking to the seventy dollar price tag. That's the, uh, the I'm seeing that pretty much normalized now. So which not on my PC, everything's yeah. still sixty, and it looks well, better. I mean, it'll normalize on con- every PC, but <laughs> it'll it'll normalize on consoles a good four years before it starts going everywhere else. Yeah, though. but I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if in four or five years you start seeing seventy dollar games on Steam. But those I are mean, called, uh, directors, those are called like deluxe editions. Mm. But I, I mean, more and more goes into making these games and it takes more and more people and more and more time and more and more resources. So, you know, that has to be observed at some point. It hasn't gone up ten dollars since, you know, what, what 2000, uh, like five. So Nintendo can't even get fifty dollars a month from a sued ROM site. So remember when we talked about that guy who defended himself <laughs> against in court against Nintendo for his ROM site and yeah. then he provided evidence of himself actually doing what he said he didn't do? Yep. Um, well, it turns out he couldn't even make his first 
monthly payment. <laughs> so Jeez. Nintendo's Nintendo sued this idiot. Um, <laughs> and turns out they had his, you know, source of income turned off, this ROM site. So it's not really surprising he can't make his first fifty dollar monthly payment of the two point one million dollars he owes them. So <laughs> I just fifty dollars a month for two minutes. That's basically just like you are now our fifty dollar thrall for the rest of your life. He's not gonna pay that off. Uh, Nintendo had to do an official <laughs> filing, um, and it's and they they said not only did defendants not address his violation of the court's order in the opposition, but he continues to ignore the order and has not yet made any payments to Nintendo. This failure to make even the modest fifty dollar a month payment, an amount that he proposed and agreed to, demonstrates that Nintendo has no adequate remedy at law for the defendant's past or future infringement, and underscores the need for permanent injunction. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and this was uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is too much. <laughs> um, it was like $35,000 for each of the 49 Nintendo games that they found on the site, plus $400,000 in trademark damages. So, <laughs> don't fuck with the Nintendo man. <laughs> They're up for blood. These might even be games that no one could buy anywhere anymore. Where pirates is almost, the best option. They almost <laughs> if it's Nintendo, they almost certainly are. Well, no, because they technically do have like a really shitty twenty dollar awful running ports of the Switch of everything ever. So last I checked, I can't buy you're not able to get any of the three DS uh version the 3ds pokemon games like if you don't have um, if, if any pokemon games like that that are under um like that are 3ds version or under like you are fucked if you don't have the original one <laughs> like and and they're they're their way of making uh, making up for it is like they're releasing these new editions that started with like the fired red and leaf green and now they have all these remake ones and don't get me wrong those are cool and i think i, I enjoy them but like like you said there, there's games that especially with nintendo like you're not getting them they don't do any backwards compatibility stuff and as for, at least for pokemon games last i saw or read about there's not any availability for getting any of the old school games on the download store so that would literally be your only option is to dust off an old console, buy a 3DS for $700 online because they don't make them anymore. Somehow get lucky enough to find one in a pawn shop and then try and find the game. Um, oh, so I was just ranting about I was just ranting about how you need emulators to play old Nintendo games. Just continue. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, preserving video game history in some yeah. cases. Yeah. Like I said, I get it if it's like you're you're emulating a game that you can go buy on Steam or something like that's fucked. But well, that's just downloading. But, yeah, that's just that's, a, just, that's just illegal copies. But <laughs> but if but if it's a game that like that's the only way people can get it, like I'm sorry, Nintendo, why don't you sell this fucking ROM so people can play it? Why don't you sell this old Pokemon game on the store so people don't have to do that? Then you'll make money and you won't have to worry about people doing this. Oh, we don't want to spend the time or effort. Guess what? Somebody already did work with them on it. Whoa. Okay, I'm done. 
just give them one percent of like the fucking profit they'll be happy yeah that's yeah so speaking of things that'll make you angry uh Uh, guilty (laughs) guilty gear strive has put in an update that removes all references to taiwan tibet um those are not the only region uh removed as well those are just the main ones um so this was currently already in the uh chinese version of strive these regions that i'll I'll list here in a moment were already not mentioned um but in the most recent update this synchronized the in-game glossary between all copies of the game all versions of the game to be the same um this does change like guilty gear lore for all the games i suppose um but uh yeah so it doesn't actually change the lore no no it just uses a more generalized term to refer to the area instead of just naming off countries so tibet uyghur korea singapore mongolia Taiwan and Siberia are all just now listed as the same region. Countries and regions in Asia that had high population density. Uh, I don't think Taiwan and Tibet have high population density, though. That's that's literally what the line was changed to. Hmm. I still don't like it because I know why they did it. I mean, I don't like it either. And uh, I don't like it at all yeah no it's bad it's it's surprised a... though they got rid of siberia and singapore and Mon- a... mongolia yeah hmm. um it's a, when it's reached a bad out precedent to, yeah when reached out to our system works declined to comment on the situation so they chose to audibly say that like about why they made these changes so wow yeah yeah it's just i think it's just a dirty precedent um especially because it's 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 happening more and more that people are like oh well we've got to pander to what the chinese audience wants and it's just yeah i don't know not Chinese. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Not what the Chinese audience wants. What the Chinese government says the Chinese audience wants. I mean, you do have. I mean, just like we have the loud, fucking obnoxious Trumpsters and shit over here, mm-hmm. they have their loud, obnoxious antis over there as well. I mean, yeah. you have those hardcore nationalists in every single country. <laughs> oh yeah. And so between them. Um, affecting like a few streamers I, I used to watch who now no longer stream because of their um, <laughs> because of how they act and giving in to uh, Big Daddy Zing so uh, mm-hmm. yeah it is just definitely a bad precedent that we're seeing over and over and over and over everywhere yeah so into some trading card game news um magic legends will shut down in october before the game's full release yeah it's currently in beta and we'll never not see outside of beta um the servers will go offline on october 31st at 11:59 p.m um the game was released uh 
late last year into open beta. Um, it was really fun initially, and then it got into such a stupid, awful, boring grind that I can see why everybody stopped playing it, and Cryptic Studios <laughs> is closing the game. So, um, It was supposed to release on Steam at full launch, not just be on EGS or the Cryptic Studios launcher. It was also supposed to release on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, which means also PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S. So uh, these are now no longer happening. So... Mm. rip and f i'm glad i did not spend any money on it hmm. and so on the pokemon trading card game side uh charizard holofoil has gone on sale at costco i did not know about this i'm interested as i collect pokemon cards and have a costco membership well it is a very specific and special charizard mm. card mm. as well naturally so yes <clears throat> Um, it's exclusive as part of the 25th anniversary of the card game. Um, it's kind of like a, a copy of it. I don't know what exactly is special about it, but it's give it's a new print of it, giving the new Cosmos hollow foil treatment, whatever that means in Pokemon terms. So nice. The hollow foil yeah, is Costco, pretty neat. If you have a Costco membership. You can uh, go ahead and get to get to Costco whenever the sale starts. I've got a buddy who happens to work at a Costco. I'm going to see if he can nice scoop. Yeah, because those are going to go fast. Those are, those Pokemon cards are in the scalpers uh, uh, range lately, so you got to be careful with them. And our last article on here for our Pokemon updates is Pokemon Go. So um, some quick updates on Pokemon Go PvP battles. We are having uh, the season wind up soon. So pretty soon we're going to uh, be seeing some uh, different stuff go on. One of the big things is starting on the 12th. Uh, battles will receive twice as much stardust so uh and that's going to be when master league is opening up um keep in mind that there's a new premier cup that's going to be coming soon as well um another really cool update uh is that they've permanently so during the pandemic they one of the things that they added in with their updates for uh, for the pandemic things that they did like having walking distance for eggs this that and the other thing is they made it to where you don't have to walk to go into pvp it used to be that you have to go five kilometers before you could do a pvp match um they have made that a permanent change now from the looks of it um because they updated the uh, the temporary boosts for for the the stay at home stuff and it does not uh include that uh tagline that says no longer you don't need to walk for pvp but you indeed don't have to walk for pvp um and this was a lot of people were hoping for this because uh, a lot of people got into pvp during that time and it was a lot more accessible when you didn't have to walk a couple miles in order to unlock it um and so it's it's been going really really well now and I, i'm super excited that they're going to keep this change i was one of the ones who was really hoping that they would keep, uh, continue doing that and it's opened a lot of doors too. There's a lot of streams going on around uh, around it. There's esports starting to form around it, um, and it's it, it's it's been pretty exciting. So I will keep you guys posted on what's going on in Pokemon Go Battle League. 
as we continue in season eight. So that's going to do it for our weekly news updates. On my end, like I said, I haven't really played anything new this week. I've been doing a lot of RuneScape and Final Fantasy, though a lot of them. And actually, I've done a lot of Pokemon Go this last week because they had a lot of events going on. Um, so I've been doing that quite a bit, too. And I've been in Fantasy Grounds a lot, actually, also doing uh, uh, tabletop stuff. So how about you, Sasquatch? What have you been up to the last week or so? <clears throat> Um, I've been playing a lot of Valorant and a lot of Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops, Cold War, um, Final Fantasy, at least every other day, just slowly leveling up a healer, which I'll abandon for the new Sage when it comes out. <laughs> Anyways, but I guess I'll have gear, to, at least armor. Yeah. So, um, I'm working on a lot of the the back work with the game jam game. I'm working on like uh, storyboarding, character design, uh, music, fun stuff like that. Been playing a ton of Magic, then booing and awing, 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 awing. awing. Um, if you ever watched me stream, I have an uwu button, and I'd probably say awing. <laughs> so <laughs> I fucking hate it. I don't know why I did it, and everybody loves it. Why the fuck it. would you do that? <laughs> would I... Oh man! It says it's it's like make me talk an uwu, and I'll even die <laughs> on the inside for free. <laughs> Wait, you do this for you, free? No, you know no, I have like on the inside for free. Oh, <laughs> I have nearly ten thousand points for your channel. I'll have you know yeah, it's got, on a but, 10 minute per person cooldown. Hold on, hold on. Wait, I can use points to do this? That's points, yeah. Like the ones I just get for like watching? It's the free points, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You're going to not like me really soon. You're, you're going to be really okay, upset like with me. Like I said, it's on a 10 minute cooldown per person, so I at least get a break to kill myself. Between. Um, but back to what I was saying. I've been ooing and aahing. God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> I've been owing and eyeing over um, the new Magic set coming out, and I'm really, really excited for the pre-release um, at the end of July. The end of July in two weeks? Yeah. Oh, shit. I might have to do this in Seattle. Oh, shit. I might, I might about be up in Seattle for a murder mystery thing dressed like a Lolita battle maid. <laughs> um, <laughs> You've got to come over and, and, and hang out. My roommate will not be prepared. <laughs> All right, camera. Oh, well, shit. Why don't you guys some uh, live karaoke dressed up? How about you and your roommate come join us Saturday night for that? <laughs> Just watch two six foot plus dudes dressed <laughs> as maids with bunny ears and cat ears and tails and thigh highs and arm gloves and everything and makeup. <laughs> Can't believe I'm doing this. I think if the costume was more than I paid, I can't. If the costume was more, if the entire ensemble was more than this, <laughs> I, there's no way I would have done that. But I got the entire thing for like custom tailored and everything for like 150 bucks and it all together. I'm like, all right, whatever. Oh shit! Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, maybe I'll play magic in that. I don't know. It's Seattle. It won't be out of place, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm also putting together that costume and getting everything right. So, <laughs> fuck <Nice>. my life. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Doc? What have you been playing other than Strive? Uh, mostly Strive, but I've also been plugging away at uh, Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Mm, nice. 
I'm I'm just about to the to the spot that I got stuck mm. years ago. So I'm also doing way better than I was years ago. I'm much more You're familiar a smarter with man this time around. Yeah. I'm I'm also, you know, much more familiar with the mechanics and how they work, having played most of the game that's that have come after it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Well, it looks like that's going to do it for us for this week, but thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe at facebook.com slash darkfeathergaming and everywhere else in the comments and description below. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a great rest of your week. Happy Fourth of July. Oh, yeah. Enjoy the long weekend. Stay hydrated. Don't light shit on fire, please, for the love of God. Yeah, don't. We don't don't need more fire. For fuck's sake, if you live in a dry area, none of the aerial fireworks, like, let's let's be smart about it. Wash them over your city. That will be the safe thing. Yeah, like, come on. I swear my neighbors are going to shoot off fireworks. Hey,